Holy sh! I told you! I told you! <laughs> that was amazing! <laughs> that was so loud! It was so loud! It feels like you're like all of Seattle's inside of a dumpster that someone's hitting. <laughs> Oh boy, it's the Doom to Fail podcast. My name is Tim Dobbs, and with me, as ever, it's Catherine Kogert. Hey, Tim. Hello, Catherine. How are you doing? It's good to be here. Oh, I'm good. Great. Thank you for asking. Um, how are you? I'm doing all right. Okay? Yeah. Good. Goodbye. Good. Good. I'm a little concerned for you, because uh, I know there's Why? a big scary thunderstorm going on <laughs> over there right now. Oh my goodness, apologies if that interrupts the show and I make a scared noise, because I'm really <laughs> jumpy tonight. <laughs> and you have every right to be. Uh, it's quite loud thunder. It's really it's really scary thunder. Uh, I mean, it is the season, though. It's spring, it's sprung, it's here. Yeah, everyone's singing lightning carols. It's a bang. Yeah, is that where it's like a flash mob where people get together and, and yeah. sing really? Really fast, Spontaneously? Though. Really fast. They just like all get together and go, but uh, uh, rock me, Amadeus, 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 and then they leave. <laughs> sure, they can only sing fast songs yeah. like it's the end of the world. Something really peppy. Like what's what's another or, good fast or song? Or we didn't start the fire. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any of those words. Do you know any of those words? Um... Bay of Pigs Invasion, I can't take it anymore. Yeah, I don't know. It was always burning since the world was turning. Oh, that's the chorus. It doesn't even count. Come on. You know what I, I was asking. You know I, I was asking know. about the verse. There, I mean, I used to be a real big Joel head, but I'm yeah. sorry to say, but I've I've lost a lot of my Joel knowledge. I don't know why it is, but I feel like you should be a Joel toe instead of a Joel head. A Joel toe? Like a toe? Yeah. A foot? Well, I guess it's just similar spelling. I think that's, I, I feel a certain assonance between Joel and toe. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it'd be Not the big like toe. Like toe for Joel? Yeah. No, I don't know. Toe like line. Joeling um, this thing out. I don't know. How what about a Joel things? soul? Joel nations. A Joel soul? That's perfect. You know, you know what they say about her. She's a Joel soul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm really glad we solved that problem. Yeah. It's nice On to, to the next one. get a problem in front of you. The next problem is our topic for this very week, which is hail. Uh, the uh, sometimes icy byproduct of thunderstorms. Or I guess yes. any storm, right? It doesn't have to be a thunderstorm. Uh, no, it does have to be a thunderstorm. Why is that? Um, I am not sure, but my reading indicates that it does have to be a thunderstorm. Mm, interesting. I So, okay. Yeah. So, my understanding of hail... Uh, was that it is, it is a uh, two-part uh, explanation with many more subparts. But here they... Okay, wait for it, listeners. Wait for it. Thunder. Thunder. It's so far it's away. further away. Oh. So no hail right now. Okay. This is like the spookiest, coziest okay. podcast we've ever recorded. <laughs> I just love it. I just... Seriously, I feel like... get yourself some tea. Yeah. Settle in. Powers out, light a candle. <laughs> Talk to your good friend Catherine over the internet. Hey. <laughs> um, so uh, the idea, I guess, is that it's it's cold, but not like super cold up in the clouds, right? Um, 
and then some rain starts to form. So water droplets form. Um, yeah. And then they get blown upwards because it's very windy and there are like updrafts and stuff. And oh, wow. as they okay. ascend, they go into a colder layer of the atmosphere. And once they're in the colder layer of the atmosphere, they actually freeze. That water droplet freezes. Mm-hmm. And then it starts to, let's see. Well, I guess it would keep blowing up forever. Something seems wrong there. I guess the wind doesn't go up that high. That must be it. It would have to get blown upward with some force, but then get blown down really quickly. I don't think it doesn't melt on its way down. Well, okay. So, no. uh, I don't think it gets blown down. I think what what happens is it eventually the wind stops picking it up, or maybe on its way up it uh, it grabs more. No, I think it must just be the wind stops kicking it up for whatever reason. The wind only goes so high. Okay. Sure. Uh, can you tell I'm making this part up? Uh, I have the gist of it. Yeah, and, uh, I can. But anyway, so it starts to descend for some reason. Maybe it is blown down, but I don't know that that makes sense. Um, but then so it starts to get more water droplets on the outside of it, and it's cold. And the water around it is, like, super cold, so it could freeze, but it just kind of, like, hasn't found a place it wants to freeze mm-hmm. to. And so it freezes gotcha. to this thing, this uh, water droplet that's starting to fall, or frozen droplet. But then it gets blown back up. And so the key thing about hail seems to be that it repeatedly gets blown up into a colder area and then down to a warmer area. Because if you cut hail across with, a, say, a machete or some kind of, like, a cheese plane, um, you would find that it has layers like an onion. Uh, spots where, you know, or like a tree. Um, because that's the concentric rings around which it, it has frozen. So it's like a ball of ice that gets some more water on it, and then that water freezes, and then another ball of ice, water freezes. Oh, no, like a snowball. What's Kind a, of, rolling downhill. A snowball. Well, except it's a discrete layers instead of like, it's not like slowly, uh, it's not continuously accreting more. It's more like oh. a bunch freezes, and then more water gets on, and then that freezes, and then water gets on, because it's going in and out of these layers. So I guess that's why the wind is important, okay. which is why it has to happen during a storm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, I guess the reason it, it like can happen when it's not actually that cold uh, on the ground is because that's a lot of ice that froze. So it just gets heavy enough that it falls down, and the wind can no longer blow it upwards. The wind is no longer the boss. And uh, <laughs> and it, it goes down and beats up uh, beats up on some car windshields and stuff. Yeah, and that part's real scary. Um, when I got stuck in the hailstorm, where were you when the hailstorm came? <laughs> I was in Wallingford. I was driving. Um, when I started driving, it was not raining at all. It, it had been like a really weird weather day. This is why I hate spring is because mm-hmm. the weather is all crazy. So the day started, it was gorgeous and sunny out. I was walking to get some coffee and I was, there was, it, there was not a cloud in sight, but I was getting sprinkles and I was like, how is this happening? Is somebody like watering their plant above me? But it happened all the <laughs> way down the street. It was the craziest thing ever. It's like a cartoon. Well, no, not the craziest thing ever. The I might craziest be over- thing ever. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so number two, the time we went day. to the moon. <laughs> it was the craziest thing that had happened to me that day. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, I mean, only you can judge that. Yes, yes, that was the craziest thing mm-hmm. because it made no sense. It defied logic. It was really infuriating. I mean, I think something that uh, we forget a lot, and that both the story of the hail and the story of Catherine uh, getting hailed on tells us, or sprinkled, I guess, is that. Um, 
uh, the sky's real big. It's like way bigger than we think of it as. So I think there's like totally room for water to drift from one spot to another from clouds that are not seen because there's miles and miles of sky. That's probably what was happening, but it was really infuriating to me at that moment, just trying to get my coffee. <laughs> or tea. I don't drink coffee. You know me. Um, so then I drove over to Fremont, and I was driving, and I did my errands in Fremont, and I came back, and like it really started to come down, and it was ra and it was lightning, and I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't go get gas right now. There's a lightning storm. That seems like a dangerous thing to do when a lightning storm is to get gas. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and then fair. I started to think, like, oh, have I ever heard of, light of gas stations exploding during lightning storms? Like, wouldn't that make it into the news? Shouldn't they have protections for that? Yeah, and know. so I started to debate myself about the relative risks. And while that happened, while I was having that conversation with myself, it started to hail a little bit. And I was like, this is weird. I haven't seen hail in literally years. And it got bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and finally, it got so loud that I knew I wouldn't be able to hear like a car honk. And I was like, this seems like an unsafe weather to drive in. Mm. So I responsibly pulled over and I like observed how big the hailstones were. They were about the size of... Do you know those dinosaur eggs? <laughs> the candy. <laughs> so you'll note that the like sort of canonical uh, way to refer to sizes of hail are various sports balls. So golf ball, baseball, softball, I guess. There's no okay. basketball. But I, I think it's <laughs> uh it's it's uh it's very you, Catherine. <laughs> to completely eschew that, to talk about some kind of candy. <laughs> Well, I th thought about all of the balls I could think of, and none of them were, this was the only ball, circular or spherical shaped object that was about this size. Dinosaur eggs. I, you know, I, I'm not sure I can picture that. Is it ping pong ball sized? Or like maybe no, a... No, it's much smaller than that. Like a um, ball uh, bearing? I guess ball bearings come in lots of sizes. Um, what if like ants played basketball? Is it that size? Maybe if, like, ants played volleyball. Oh. Uh, no, cute. it's bigger than an ant. It's, like, it's, like, ten black ants put together in a ball, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah, what ant are... ball. That's my favorite game. <laughs> <laughs> could you, wait, could you, so you give it to me in, like, centimeters or, like, millimeters? Oh, yeah, that's probably <laughs> the appropriate way to do this. <laughs> Um, I want to say like five centimeters. Does that seem right? Oh, it seems sort of high. Uh, yeah, it seemed like a like half an inch. If okay, so that's like one centimeter then, right? Yeah. So stones larger than two centimeters are usually considered here. large enough to cause damage, and the Meteorological Service of Canada okay. will issue a severe thunderstorm warning if hail above one centimeter is uh, expected. It was definitely larger than one centimeter. Mm. Um, however, uh, it I, it didn't appear to be damaging anything. Mm. So I didn't really want to go outside in it because <laughs> that seemed like painful. But it just seemed like bruise worthy, not like like uh, like it would break any skin or anything. Wow, bruise worthy. Yeah. yeah, I guess I've never been. I've only been in a few hailstorms, and I feel like. Yeah, no matter what the size, it was always just enough to, like, bounce off you. And not enough to, like, be like, duh, ah! Yeah, it would definitely be unpleasant to walk through. Um, 
but yeah, and I, I think that's the most intense hailstorm I've ever been in. So that's why I was like, we should do hail. I think I texted you while I was waiting in the hailstorm for the hail to stop. Meanwhile, I was texting my fiance being like, what is the protocol for hailstorms? What's the safety protocol? He was like, go inside. And I was like, oh, I'm kind of in suburbia. I don't really want to bother anybody or knock on their door. I think I'll just stay here. <laughs> and I was like praying for it not to get any bigger. Hello, don't mind me. Uh, I was wondering if <laughs> perhaps I could come inside for just a spell. Uh, as you can see, the weather is ooh, it's very difficult out here. And I am but a weary traveler. I... <laughs> Sorry, I don't I'm usually wearing, do like, this. I'm like a trench coat with the cuff up and like a hat with a brim wide enough that you can't see my face and it's just like a shadow in between. <laughs> honey, <laughs> honey, should we let this shade in? <laughs> she seems Ooh, nice. I mean, excuse me. That <laughs> was a yawn. <laughs> <laughs> She's very sleepy. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, oh. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's go back in just a moment on the Do to Fail podcast. on the Do to Fail podcast, talking about hail. Thank you, Maestro. <laughs> hey, Pop Quiz Catherine, what are we talking about? We're talking about hail. Oh, I'm glad you've been paying attention. You're getting like 100% on these pop quizzes. Thank you. I've been studying really hard. <laughs> it's paying off. It sure is paying <laughs> off. So, I was thinking... What are like, you know, you know how we have like the zoo books pantheon of animals, right? Like what are the default animals? Your lions, your uh, dogs. Yeah. Snakes. I think snakes was just general just snakes. snakes. Generally, definitely. Uh, rhinoceros. Uh, a lot of charismatic Koala, megafauna. I think. Yeah, a lot of like safari and outback mm -hmm. mammals. Yeah. Things you might not necessarily see uh, in your everyday, but that you, uh, they kind of remind you of things you've seen. Which yeah. is fun. And then you'd bum you'd be bummed out to receive the one on like whales or something. Oh, I, I was very into whales. Whales are great. I mean, wh whales are great, but like I'm thinking like you want to see some information about predatory creatures and whales kind of just chill out with their mouth open most of the time, right? Just like ah, plankton. Which I think is genius. <laughs> <laughs> Learn from the whale. Hey, so I was thinking about this uh today or uh, last week I was at the beach and um I was, there were a bunch of whales, right? So they migrate up the Pacific coast or down or they're, they're Tell hanging me about up. this whale tail. So it's a whale of a tail. Uh, it's actually really more of a crab of a tail. But uh, basically, mm -hmm. so I was watching these whales and, you know, they're just sort of like, you just see them surface. You see them spout a little bit. And, you know, they're, I don't know, however many yards off of the, off the beach. And uh, I was thinking, 
Wait, wait, what are these whales thinking of the land? Like, you know, they're seeing the land, obviously. Uh, you know, especially if they come surface completely, they can tell there's something there. But unlike myself, who I can see the ocean and I can walk into the ocean, uh, the whales can only get so close because if they get too close, they'd beach themselves. And uh, I don't think they like to do that. So I just, it feels, it feels so difficult to not only see something that you can't quite explain, but also not really have any means by which to explore it. It, it seems like the most frustrating problem for the whales. Uh, yeah, and they're, they are really intelligent creatures, too, and I wonder how, what kind of capacity they have to, to think outside of themselves. Yeah, I don't know. Perhaps that is another thing that I can, I, I, I can, I can curious about, but I can't necessarily explore without, you know, finding a whale and trying to capture it. Well, because that's the, ooh, excuse me, I mean, that's the capacity that you need, right, to be able to be frustrated about that, is to be like, I wonder what's over there. Right. To ask that question, you have mm -hmm. to be able to think outside of the things that are immediately around you at that moment. Yeah, which, I don't know, maybe whales can do, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I have no concept of that. We're I don't told think anybody smart. actually does. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a problem. But I feel like we at least have the tools to approach. I don't know. We have science. Science helps us find ways to see the things that we once could not see. Uh, True. I don't know that whales have science. They might have, um, like, screwing around with stuff. But screwing around with stuff doesn't get you onto land. Dude, if you're a whale, though, do you really need science? I don't know. I mean... Like, I don't know. Whale life seemed pretty easy to me, other than, like, the, the perils of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Those seem you know I mean? non-trivial. <laughs> But, like, without humans, perils of the oceans for whales is, like, whatever, don't even care. With humans is another story, but... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I imagine this they come from... It seems like there's nothing natural that can really phase a whale. You think so? What about a giant squid? Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But just don't go that deep, though. That's, I mean, that's where the squid lives. Oh, super sure. Deep. Tell the sperm whale not to go that deep. I mean, this is very... I won't pretend this is an extremely uh, anthropomorphic conversation, but I think you're only adding to the pile when you say, just don't do that. Come on. That's, you know what that is akin to? That's like, well, you shouldn't have dressed like that. Well, you shouldn't have gone that deep. I think it's akin to like, don't you are put victim your hand on this top whale. of a... Oh my God. I'm you are sorry. legit victim blaming. Oh, victim blaming. Yeah. Ouch. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I feel like there's some evolutionary learning, though. <laughs> just, right? All right. But this is, you're just going down the same path the men's rights activists do. You're just, uh, now fine. You're, it's you're, not you're, the you're settling fault. in. You're just, like trying to assert a logical. No, I just, I think about Aristotle it. once said. <laughs> <laughs> it is. The mark of an educated mind to entertain an idea that you don't truly believe in. <laughs> so for one second, Tim, explore this with me. <laughs> All right. Let's let's devil's advocate this whale issue. <laughs> what I'm saying is what if we lived in a world wherein the sperm whale didn't have to go that deep? Also Wait, don't we? I don't know. I don't know what sperm whales are up to. It seems like we don't. We do live in a world where the sperm whales, where they don't have to go that. I deep. I think they go that deep to feed, don't they? Don't they like get some good stuff? Also, aren't they Dude, like? Aren't there, 
I don't know, because plankton uh, use photosynthesis and they eat plankton. Yeah, but well, sperm whales. Uh, oh, I yeah. don't know. It's talking about the 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 whales that mostly eat krill. Those yeah, whales. your your blue whales and such. Humpbacks, humpbacks, and what and right whales. Yeah, uh, your baleen whales, essentially. Um, mm, yes. I think the sperm whale is a toothed whale. Uh, okay. And it's so entirely it possible that they're trying to get the squid just as bad as the squid wants to get them. It's entirely possible. It's true. It's yeah. like um, a Tyrannosaurus Rex slash um, that other one. Wizard. Wizard? <laughs> yeah. You know, locked in combat throughout all time and space. <laughs> Come on. It sounds like an awesome I meant, movie. I think I meant Stegosaurus. <laughs> You know what? Anthropology is unclear on these uh, divisions. Have you heard this nonsense about Tyrannosaurus Rex being scavengers who use their front two thingies to, to crawl along the ground? Uh, no, I haven't. Enlighten me. That's some, uh, I mean, that's basically it. Oh. That they don't stand upright. They didn't stand upright. They stood horizontally. And you're not cool with that because it crushes your dreams? I mean, yeah, a little bit. And they had feathers? Like... That's cool. I don't know. It's just, this isn't the world that I grew up in anymore. Well, yeah, but this is the same issue with Pluto, right? Like, you know, oh, let's get all upset about Pluto. But, like, my stance is, like, well, you know, we can't, maybe Pluto shouldn't have been a planet. But that doesn't mean we can't love it. We can't love, you know, we we can love the idea of the non-feathered terrible lizard in as much as we love the idea of the new one. We get both now. Neither of them exist for real. (laughs) I mean, one did at some point, but... No, I think there's a difference between Pluto and the feathered dinosaurs, because Pluto is literally just a human classification, uh-huh. right, of what is and isn't a planet. That's right. completely a human construct. The dinosaurs actually either had feathers or did not actually have feathers. Yes. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so I feel like Pluto maybe is an, even a greater loss, because we had the power with Pluto, uh-huh. but... We no, just... no, 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 no. But I, I think you're going about it all wrong. I mean, right. if, okay. if you're talking about taxonomic Probably. inflation, essentially, it's like we should call everything a king or something. It's just because, like, if it's, it, it, I don't know, it's just like loss aversion I mean, or something. At least give right? it a participation trophy. We did. It's called being called a pl- uh, planetoid or a, isn't there like a plutoid body or something now? Isn't it like a Class X meteor or something? I don't think it's a meteor. I think, oh, I don't know what a thing is. I believe it's a planetoid. uh, Planetoid. We'll put the correct answer on the blog. Don't worry about it. We are on top of it, but we won't worry about it right now. (laughs) So I bring this all up, and obviously it was extremely ill-advised to do so, but um, I brought up the the zoo books. thing because i feel like the zoo books pantheon of weather the weather books pantheon if you will ah so boring um would be uh basically you've got your sunny your cloudy you're partly cloudy i guess uh when those two get together and uh rain and snow that's it like that's the basis you know the, the, the everyday weather right i mean maybe thunderstorm i guess is another one that i would say is like feels kind of everyday ish Okay, but I mean, I I don't like this analogy because very few of the animals in the zoo books are everyday animals. Those are all like the best that the animal kingdom has to offer, arguably. Right, right. But I'm coming from a like, you know, eight-year-old child learning about the world's perspective, which is just like, 
what are the things you ought to know? Like, what 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 is the the very basis of a uh, you know all all the playground talk about animals and weather patterns? Yeah, I don't know, but like, okay, the tornadoes absolutely have mm. to be in the pantheon. Yeah, you're probably right. Although I would, because kids would love to talk about tornadoes. Is there or is there not a difference between uh, natural disasters? and weather yes okay is there or is there not a difference between the game monopoly and three golden apples no <laughs> interesting okay <laughs> noting noting um I, I yeah i guess i just feel like tornadoes hurricanes uh earthquakes those all kind of fit in a different slot in my mind um i t completely disagree no okay. that's totally weather well not earthquakes uh but you're right. I mean, it is. Weird. Oh, you're right. Yeah. An earthquake is. Yeah. I mean, we put these things in, in categories because it's convenient for us. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, so, so I guess what I'm trying to get at is, is not the uh, end all be all uh, taxonomy of weather, because I think I agree Good. with you. Um, but more just that the. The list of everyday weather types is quite short. I guess is all I was getting at. The sorts of things that you think of as normal weather is, is pretty short, and there's just lots and lots of shades of gray in between, I feel like. Uh, but maybe, maybe I don't know, maybe it's different for you. Um, I was thinking when I was uh, reading about snow, because I wanted to understand the difference between snow and hail, um, mm -hmm. snow seems to be a lot colder, is basically the gist of it. Like, it's, it's mm -hmm. like super duper cold in the clouds when there's snow. And so right. basically a couple really, really tiny... Uh, droplets of water will get together to form a little mini nucleus and then uh, more droplets of water will collect on that and form out those like crazy shapes and stuff because they're all super duper right. cold like you know this negative 20 C oh, but then uh, this on. makes a lot of sense because you need time to mm. create snowflakes right and so you yes. need a persistent cold and a persistent freezing period in order to make a snowflake right so that they can make their interesting crystalline shapes Whereas with hail, it's like dense ice pack, mm -hmm. right? So it just froze really quickly while it was up high where it was cold enough to freeze for however long that took. And then as it fell, it falls quick, quickly enough that it doesn't get a chance to melt. Right, right. But there, there is a key difference here, which is that um, the, the hail has already collected. Like, it's not that cold. It's, it's warmer when hail forms than when snow forms um yes the hail is able to form into just a big ball it, i don't think it has to do with like the time it has to grow slowly and crazy tendrils or whether it's like just all slammed together it's just that it's already all nucleated um when it starts to freeze because it's a droplet of water versus like a nano droplet of water um it's it's like the water while it's still warm is is brought up to the colder area and then that all yeah. freezes and then it starts to fall and then it gets another right. layer and then it goes up again it's yeah. still time it's just uh i guess it's cyclical rather than um just you know sort of static the temperature mm, yeah i guess so mm. i mean what was the point i'm trying to get at here let me think how to say it it's like it seems like there's a inherent selection that happens. So mm. it has to freeze into a large enough ball 
so that it can fall quickly enough and not melt and then get blown up more. It has to freeze into a large enough ball so that it can melt quickly enough. No, uh, so that it can't, doesn't <laughs> melt. All right, sorry. I'm just selectively <laughs> dropping letter, uh, words from your head letters. Why not? <laughs> it's weird that you, you said hair. <laughs> uh, well, it, okay, so that's what I was thinking at for a minute too, right? Was that like, okay, so then it froze and then that freezing caused it to fall. Um, but, you know, conservation of mass says that this droplet of water should be the same mass as the frozen droplet of water. Perhaps its density changes, uh, so that could have some effect, but it actually gets less dense when it freezes because it's water and water gets less dense. Well, the inherent process is the collection, right? Of more ice on top of it? Yes. So it has to get big enough, I'm saying. Has to get big enough, right, right, right. So that it falls. Right. So, well, then it just has to cycle a bunch of times. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Okay, cool. It's Great. just got to keep going through that cycle. But, I mean, the thing is that there, I guess the key there is that there are two, um, two, two zones. One where it's a little warmer and moist, and the other where it's a little colder. Um, yes. And there also is enough wind to be uh, kicking it back and forth between those two zones. Yes. So, anyway, <laughs> the reason... The reason I brought this up was because uh, I was thinking about snow and I was watching this video on like how snow forms and whatever. And it was talking about how snowpack is really important for uh, water um, because it sort of serves as like a battery for water. It stores the water during the spring and summer months and then slowly melts and distributes it down to the lowland areas where people are living. Um, mm -hmm. And it occurred to me that that is not a way that I thought of this thing until uh, I moved out to the West um, partially because I'm sure I'm just ignorant, but also I think just because, uh, you know, we don't really necessarily cycle on seasons that way, um, uh, on the East coast where it's just like, yeah, yeah, it rains a fair amount of the time. Like some months are rainier than other months, April showers and whatnot, but like largely it's kind of like, yeah, whatever. Um, and so I, I don't know. I just, I wonder if that is something that you felt growing up, uh, on the West coast. If you just kind of like, were always cognizant of like, oh yeah, the snow coming down, melting things out. Um, well, you know, I'm I'm kind of a uh, western half of Washington State person in mm -hmm. my heart. Where I mean, we're kind of famous for how much, how consistently it rains here. This is true. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and I mean, snowpack isn't really a big part of our, like, snowpack is a big part of our water source, but it's like, we we're good. We don't need any more water. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, snow. <laughs> trying to close the door. It's like trying to flood in. <laughs> But I just thought maybe I could just... No, no, we're good. Um, well, I mean, you also actually, have very tall mountains. So, I mean, you have some yeah, water runoff for sure. Oh, no. And it's totally part of the water contribute. Like, part of the water contribution is when the snowpack melts. Because there are a ton of mountains here. It's just like it, it, the water flow is never really an issue. I guess unless you live on the east side or like in Southern mm -hmm. California or inland California. Um, I mean, uh, most of California. Uh, anything I would say south of the Cascades uh, definitely yeah. definitely does not get as much rain. I mean, the average person in Washington spends very little time thinking about where their water comes from. Right. Um, well, I guess I wasn't thinking necessarily about, like, you know, the water issue, but in, just more in terms of cycles. Like, the idea that there will be more water at this time and less water at this time. Uh, because uh, I recall thinking of weather as typically a you know a cold versus hot thing not necessarily a wet versus dry thing um mm -hmm. when i was growing up and 
I mean, so I guess the reason that I, I bring the whole thing up, um, if we can move to the top of the stack here, is that Hale just sort of really sticks out as this, like, really weird thing that happened. Like, you've got a bunch of days where it's sunny, cloudy, rainy, maybe snowy if it's cold. Um, and then just like, Hale, what? What? Hang on. What's going on? Uh, it's like one of those, hey, you got to get out here and see this. Yeah, seriously. And I just, I wondered if that would feel any different uh, if you were used to sort of cycles as it is. Like, so you were saying earlier that like, well, you know, spring in Washington state, it's, uh, weather's crazy. Um, and so like if, if you just feel like you can chalk hail up to the craziness or if it felt like a really like out there thing. Um, I think this might be a slightly more like, I don't know, this is right now is like the third thunderstorm we've had already. And it's like what week three of spring. Um, I don't, I don't so know. So it seems like it's shaping up to be an exceptionally crazy summer or crazy spring rather. But yeah, typically I associate unpredictable weather with spring. Mm. Which I guess is a safe box to put anything into. It's like, well. Yeah. And by unpredictable, I mean that like it can't be predicted by like just kind of like judging from the sky in the morning. <laughs> Looks friendly. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I almost always do. <laughs> Yeah, I used to watch the weather report. I don't really do that anymore. There's less yeah. need for it in California, but what are you going to do? Yeah, I yeah, know no, what you mean. All right. Well, back in a minute on the Doom to Fail podcast. And we're back on the Doom to Fail podcast talking about hail. Got any fun hail facts, Catherine? Yeah, no one has died of hail since 2000, so that's good. Oh, that is good. Yeah, that's yeah. the weird thing is I always think of hail as being like, you know, like clatter on the roof or something. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> finally, finally chewing that fiddler off the top. Uh, <laughs> and that cat, now that it's cooled down. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Boy, it's a lot of things on my roof. <laughs> An old <laughs> jolly man. Noisy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, like, it's like what you were saying, where you got, like, scared of it. It's like it gets to a certain size, and it's terrifying because th there's no nowhere to hide. Like, that's totally how I felt yesterday. <laughs> when I was like, what if this gets bigger and, like, turns into serious hail? Mm. Like, what if like, I'm out two here centimeters. sitting in my car? And, like, my window crashes through with a giant hailstorm. Like, what am I actually going to do? <laughs> I don't know. What would you do? I mean, I just feel like, were you wearing a coat with a hood? No, I wasn't wearing a coat because it wasn't raining earlier that day. Jeez, oh, you never should have used the look outside the window and make a, make an estimate kind of weather forecast. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have. I was asking for this. Yep. Well, victim blaming. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Don't victim blame, Catherine. Come on. <laughs> I was victim blaming myself. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what that's called. Depression? Uh, I don't know. Um, evaluating <laughs> previous uh, experiences. Don't do that. I strongly recommend against it. <laughs> it's just going to lead Be to depression. Be a goldfish. Have no memory. <laughs> there you go. Hey, a castle. That's pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good about this castle right now. 
Check me anyway. out. Oh, uh, look, a guy, a little diver man. Hmm. Holy crap, where did this castle come from? <laughs> um, I don't know, maybe a scarf you were wearing? You, you, you're a scarf lady, right? Were you wearing a scarf? Normally I am, but I've been, I've been in a low scarf. I'm in a scarf drought, personally, oh. right now. Oh, boy, yeah. I mean, the, uh, the, the scientists say that well, we probably won't get scarves for a whole other year. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the I've Cascade's been... The Cascade scarf been... pack is, is historically low. Now that I'm thinking about it, what I had instead of a scarf was my cool guy leather jacket. Well, mm. it's a fake leather jacket. Um, because I am cheap and so, environmentally cool, conscious. sensitive guy leather jacket. <laughs> so that seems like a good thing to shield myself with. Yeah, because that's so I feel like that's the key is, is about the glass, right? And then after that, uh -huh. I don't know if it keeps coming. This, I mean, you're really hosed on this one, Catherine. <laughs> and then I was like, well, I'm sure insurance covers extreme weather breaking windows. Oh, so I don't probably know. Fine there. They tend not to insure things that are hard to predict. Uh, yeah, maybe. If you can't put know. it in a table, then uh, no insurance. <laughs> you can put literally anything in a table. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Just got to make the cells big enough. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, well, feels like we've come to the end. This feels like a good natural stopping oh, point. My favorite part about hail okay. is the fun shapes that it comes in when it gets really big. Did you see the hail that, like, it's golf ball-sized hail and it turns into, like, a koosh ball? Uh, right, because it sticks together? No, 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 not the not the hail that looked like um, the rock guardian in um, NeverEnding Story. Uh -huh. No, 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 not, of course. not that hail. It's like koosh ball hail. Interesting. I don't know. I don't think I saw that. You sure that wasn't Growple? Uh, I'll have to put it on the blog. Okay, put that on the blog. I also wanted to mention the existence of grapple, which is uh, also called soft hail or snow pellets, uh, which is a precipitation that forms when super cool droplets of water are collected and freeze on a falling snowflake, uh, forming rhyme, which is another word I just learned. Ha! Huh, this is fun. Rhyme is like those uh, that kind of like white frosty stuff that sometimes gets on like trees. You know, like when trees are like totally coated over with like frost or like ice oh, or whatever. Sure. But not yeah, like ice, yeah. but like rhyme. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So like uh, um, like you often see faked in like around Christmas try time on like fake wreaths and fake trees and stuff. Yeah, I think kind of like that. So grapple is what happens when uh, instead of tree branches, it's snowflake branches, I guess. And it forms a okay. sort of softish hail instead of hail itself, which is more like balls. Interesting. Yeah. It's a real balls versus spine uh, dichotomy, I think, between snow and hail. There's a lot of... Gotcha. I mean, I think this is this is really what I've learned on this entire process. This great journey we've been on is that uh, I don't know why I assumed that weather was so simple. <laughs> There's a lot yeah, of... literally, why would it be? It's like the most complicated chemical plant. Yeah. But like with just one fluid. Well, like three, but... And it's massive. It's like... <laughs> Just think about like, well, yeah. you know, we, we as, as uh, chemical engineers, we often say, you know, like, well, you know, scale up presents a lot of issues because you can't predict how, you know, a 500 gallon thing will act when versus, you know, a five gallon thing. Uh, how many gallons do you think the atmosphere is? A lot. More than 500 gallons. Yeah, I would I'd say imagine. so. So <laughs> there is a lot going on with the atmosphere. 
and uh, I respect all the the good men and women of the meteorology corps um, who who do all this great work for us. So true. Yep. So true. So very true. Ah, anyway, so that's Grapple and Rhyme and Hail and Snow, uh, the four sisters of the snowpocalypse. That's pretty good. I'd read that comic. <laughs> and uh, Catherine, if there's no new, no uh, no new business to attend to, I think we'll just move on to the closing here. Uh, let me check. No. All right. Well, good. Great. Uh, well, oh, in that case, feel free to contact us, right, Tim? Yeah. What's our podcast? Um, uh, what's our podcast? Are... It's called Doom to Fail. What's our podcast? <laughs> Doom to Fail podcast at gmail.com Okay, goodbye. Bye. <laughs>